Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That is not my real name. That's a, it's a fake name that I use because there's an NSA van parked outside of my house every day and I want to throw them off. Just kidding. That's <laughs> a pen name. It's a pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. Uh, I went to a, on a road trip to another state recently and I've talked about this before, but one of my favorite things about traveling is finding a local 12-step meeting of some kind. I love doing it. I, I find that um, a meeting always hits the spot when I'm traveling and by myself. And I, I also, I just I love seeing how other places do sobriety because there are really a lot of flavors in this country from state to state, even within states, county to county. You know, everybody does sobriety different. And I like to see that up close and personal. This time, though, yeah, not not my flavor, <laughs> not my flavor at all. Uh, to begin with, the chairperson announced that uh, group conscience for that meeting was to make a special statement at the beginning about how the meeting has chosen not to allow crosstalk at the meeting. And crosstalk is loosely defined as like directly addressing someone during the meeting with suggestions and any sort of feedback. And so he announces this, and then he himself cross-talked over and over again throughout the meeting, which seemed to contribute to other members in the room, making some snarky comments and blurting out feedback as other people shared. At one point, the chairperson was reading a passage from literature, and it, 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 it mentioned sex, and he took the opportunity to work in a quick Viagra joke in the middle of a meeting. Yeah, no, no thank you, sir. No thanks. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> Uh, I am a pretty big goofball who does stand-up comedy, enjoys comedy. Uh, I insert humor into conversations when nobody asks for it. Sometimes it's not appropriate. Uh, but at meetings, I really I try to observe the principles as I understand them, uh, the principles of the 12-step programs when it comes to behavior at meetings. Like, it's a sacred place to me, you know? I want to I try to contribute the safest place possible for people who are either new to the program or maybe they're not new. Maybe they're just struggling with sobriety in general and they needed a place to come and sit down for 60 minutes and not get jokes about impotence thrown out there. <laughs> but listen, I, I also realized I was not in a great spiritual place. That's why I needed a meeting. And I also caught myself, you know, the reading featured two sections that we read that, that really helped me that night. One was, there's a few paragraphs in there about how, you know, sober people are, we're not, we're not a glum lot, you know, um, this is supposed to be fun. And it made me wonder at that very moment, am I being a little bit too damn serious right now? The other part of the reading that stuck with me was it, it included the serenity prayer on the page, you know, and I spent a few minutes at the end of the meeting considering, like, should I approach the chairperson and say something about the tone he'd set for the meeting? I've been sober for a long time, and maybe, you know, maybe there are times where you have to sort of course correct someone. Maybe I've needed it. I have. You know, I've had people approach me, and so um, as we read the serenity prayer, I, I tried to really have some heart behind it, to really ask God to grant me the ability to know what I can and what I can't change. That's in the prayer there. And I, in this situation, I asked, 
I actually said the prayer and I meant it. Well, when the meeting ended, a woman approached me and she introduced herself briefly. It was a quick conversation. Um, I had raised my hand and said I was a newcomer who was visiting from Connecticut. Um, and I said, and she came up to me and she said she'd moved from Massachusetts to this state. And I forget exactly how she phrased it. It wasn't like direct, but she mentioned something about the vibe being like a, a little different than up in the Northeast and that this was a Saturday night meeting and it gets a little rowdy or something, something like that. And it was then that I felt like the message from my serenity prayer that I had just done, it was obvious in this instance. Like, this, this is their meeting with their group conscience and they voted for that guy to be their chairperson. So I didn't say anything, and I went, and I jumped in my rental car, and I headed for the hotel. Um, and on the drive, I realized I, I felt quite a bit better than when I had walked into that meeting an hour earlier. And I mean, that's what I was looking for, right? Mission accomplished, you know? I also tried to unpack how I felt during the meeting, whether maybe I overreacted. And, um, and then I also tried to think about, like, what do I want to carry with me? What do I want to take out of this? What did I learn from this meeting, if anything? And my takeaway was ultimately this. That meeting wasn't my kind of meeting. I would not go back. I wouldn't, it just, it would not be in my rotation of meetings if I lived there. But it also boosted my spiritual condition for that day. And this is a day-to-day -day disease, right? So, hey, I, I'll take that. We always say, take what you need, leave the rest, you know, it's sobriety is a big buffet, in my opinion. Um, I happen to leave behind a little more than usual in that church rec room. Uh, that's fine. Um, as I, as I really played back the meeting in my head, I realized that hey, it. The truth is, it was a pretty big meeting with lots of people who raised their hands. Uh, to indicate that this was their home group and that they were available to sponsor others. And that means it's their meeting, not mine. And maybe that meeting works really well for the people in that area. It just doesn't work for me. And guess what? That's perfectly fine. Absolutely fine. Um, does a part of me still <laughs> deep down think maybe recovery, the recovery world would be a little better off if I was elected king, if I presided over every meeting and made sure that group conscience was actually my conscience. Yeah, probably. Probably deep down I do feel that on some level. <laughs> that just helps me again realize that I have a lot of work still to do. So thank you so much for letting me share.